wish this was closer to me. You all you got to do is move it. But then I can't lean backwards. Then you just move it a little bit closer. Well, you can like move the actually the table's covered with like yeah, yeah no. things. So nobody gotta, cares about Scott's comfort. Yeah, you got to have just better posture, <laughs> nobody Scott. Nobody cares about my comfort. No one likes you. <laughs> oh wait, that was really rude. Welcome to the Grit City Podcast. I am Justin. I am Brogan. I'm Scott. I'm Jeff. Jeff, is stuff broken over there? Yeah, YouTube, after we have a, a little bit of conspiracy in our podcast, YouTube Here's uh, my conspiracy conveniently theory. shuts down on me. Uh, so we will be doing a live stream for all our lovely Patreons, but still, thank you so much for listening to us. If you want to get more information about what we do, some of our past episodes, you can do so at GritCityPodcast.com. Uh, most of those ways, you can just search on like the internet and find all of our social media and that yeah, stuff, Yeah, they should too. search for us. It'd be better. Yeah. 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 Start searching for some things like Tacoma podcasts, super cool guys. Super cool guys is going to get super that. Super cool oh, guys. Yeah, for sure. Com, for oh. sure. <laughs> if, if good looking is, guys. Super, oh, super cool. Good looking guys. guys. Super hot ball dudes. <laughs> from Tacoma. I don't think these are the things that you're going to want to be searching with for, man. Beards. With beards. We don't want to look at those anyway. So this is an interesting uh, way to go into that. But yeah, so you can uh, help us out if you want to by going to those websites. You can also help us out if Which you, websites? Uh, GritCityPodcast.com or all of our social media. Uh, we also have the Patreon, which is Patreon.com slash GritCityPodcast, where you can get yourselves uh, T-shirts, stickers, uh, past episodes and a lot of different ways to help us buy things that will help us out or help us do things like the boot to boot. The who? The boot to boot. What's the boot to boot? The boot to boot is where we go from the Flying Boots and Wings bar in Tacoma on 38th and G Street. And well, we're going to go by Scoot. Uh, maybe you're going to go by electrical bicycle. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, other people can do other ways of transportation, but we're going to go from there. If I get tired, I'm taking an Uber. Yeah, I'm sure you are. And we're going to end at the Rhine House. So the flying boot to the Rhine House to drink a boot. Actually, you can drink a boot at the old flying, uh, yeah, flying boots, too. I talked to them. And uh, in between that, we'll be stopping off at a couple of other bars as well, one being the Camp Bar, which have been awesome at saying that they're going to give us some prizes, a couple of T-shirts, yeah, man, some there's gift good, cards. Yeah, some swag. We have to figure out a way to give, give it away, though. So he left that up to us. He's like, you guys can give it away however you want. We'll so. figure well, out maybe like a like raffle said, or something. If you wear a tuxedo, you drink for free. Damn, Brogan's paying for that, by yeah, the way. But this is something yeah. different. This yeah, yeah, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's on top of wearing a tuxedo. You could actually get some, some well, I was swag. Just reading, yeah. I was just letting somebody know if they wore a tuxedo. <laughs> so, yeah, we start at the Flying Boots. We hit up the Camp Bar. Camp Bar. I'm camp excited bar, about that yeah. one, dude. And then we hit the Hub, yep. the Harmon Brewing Hub, which I was just there the other day. They have really good Brussels sprouts. Yep. I'm not going to lie. Don't look at me like that. I like Brussels sprouts. So I, I do too. That's fine. So right. you ate for breakfast? I did have them for breakfast because we didn't have anything else in the house. Is that bad? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of them. Yeah, Healthy so. breakfast. It, well, yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, wait, it's anyway. totally paleo, bro. All right, paleo. well, what do we got going on today? Well, and then we're going to finish off at the Rhine House. No. And then we'll have some fun out there. So uh, check out the Facebook page if you are interested in coming. We're trying to keep the numbers a little low. So if you want to show up, you can figure all that out. That's we happening. cut it off at 49 people. <laughs> we're doing it June 29th, starting at 1 p.m. and ending whenever we uh, get around to it. Um, but shoot us a message on that info at gritcitypodcast.com. If you know anybody who wants to be on the podcast or you think would be interesting to have on the podcast, again, as well, info at gritcitypodcast.com to get a hold of us. I should make a, a boot-to-boot email. Maybe I'll just make a straight boot-to-boot email. Just boot-to-boot? Yeah. B2B at gritcitypodcast.com. We'll just do that. B2B at gritcitypodcast.com for anything boot-to-boot related. Perfect. Cool. Any questions if you want to sponsor it? Whoop. 
or any of those other fun things because we're always looking for money to cover mm-hmm. maybe uh, anything. Yeah, basically. Thing. Yeah. Uh, let's get to our guest today because we've got James Taylor with us with the Jet City Comic Show. James, how you doing, dude? Oh, I'm doing awesome. Great like, day. Beautiful day. Out. It's a beautiful day to spend it inside. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> a nice, sunny, beautiful day. We're here at the Union Club. Uh, you had a chance to go check out the deck and see the old uh, the, the mountain, the mountains out and the blue skies yeah. and all of that. The smog machine. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. All the fun industrialness <laughs> of uh, Tacoma and then also the nature. It's so beautiful. Have you had a chance to, head to check out that McMinimins yet? No, uh, I will soon, actually. I nice. need to come back down for that. I love it. Yeah. I, I love that place, but I also love just drinking up at like uh, the Devil's Reef right up a half block away, too. Yeah, we got to give them some love. Yeah. We do have to. Uh, so tell us a little bit about the Jet City Comic Show. Uh, it is happening uh, the end of October. So we're a little ways off, but we want to get the word out there because right now uh, you got a special prices on tickets as well before September 1st. You want to make sure and get the word out on that as well. So tell us a little bit about uh, the Jet City Comic Show, man. So Jet City Comic Show is kind of a traditional comic book convention, um, kind of a throwback. We don't focus as much on pop culture, you know, like actors. We bring in a few, but... We tend to focus more on comic books, creators, and then we definitely, on the local aspect of it, you know, we bring in a lot of locals. And part of that is also uh, kind of a, not necessarily a blowback, but you look at something like San Diego Comic-Con, which is done in Southern California, and it's become a huge Hollywood machine. One of the biggest ones I noticed is like when they were like featuring like Twilight stuff. Like Twilight has no bearing in the comic book industry Maybe they made comics. I don't know. But it was one yes, of those you things. do. No, I don't. <laughs> but it's one of those that you need to... You kind of want to go back to those grassroots. And having a show like the Jet City Comic Con lets you be able to do that. And, and that's why we formed. So this is our 10th year. Congratulations. Um, oh, thank you. Um, so we started... We helped start Emerald City. My partner, Brian, was one of the founders of Emerald City. And that would have been like the fifth or sixth person I did advertising marketing. Mm-hmm. And as we saw that show grow and we knew, you know, it was going to move more into actors. And, and it still has a great comic book feel mm-hmm. to it. But it was getting bigger and bigger. And, you know, a lot of the locals were getting overshadowed. Yeah. Like even, even people working for Marvel DC Comics, if they were local, they were being kind of overshadowed by out-of-town guests because it was just becoming so big. Mm-hmm. And then also fans were getting priced out, uh, vendors getting priced out, local vendors. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of why we started, just kind of put that focus back on locally. And uh, a lot of people don't really necessarily know about Emerald City Comic Con is the fact that uh, it has been bought up by Reed Pop, which is it's good and bad because, A, it's a, it's a big company that is able to keep it in a sort of a uh i guess uh, i don't want stationary is not the right word that comes keep to it mind. in a lifestyle in which it has become accustomed yeah exactly and then right. but at that same point yeah it's like what they they have policies and i know some of the policies with like comic book artists that they don't want them to have to be there every every single year because right. you want to have a little bit of diversity it's like well you're a gigantic convention why can't you just have all of these guests there for the people and so you guys are able to cater towards the the more local on this on on the local side correct and, and since read pop bought them there have um been some local creators that you know they'd buy their table be an artist alley and mm-hmm. um sometimes they can't get in every year you know yeah. whereas in the past they could and so you know there's good and bad about you know the big corporate and um you know it's it's a nice professional run show, you know, and it, and are you guys and you guys are looking more to keep it a little bit? Uh, I don't want to say low key, but uh, a community local, I think, right. would be the right one on that one. Correct, and that it reminds me a lot of uh, something like Crypticon as well, which they like Troy. I know the guy Troy who runs it. He has specifically stated he wants it to be a big little con where you can bring fun people because it's. It's part of the fun when you can go see the artists or the writers or some of the actors, because you do have some of those there, who are truly appreciative of the fan base that will come and see them. And like the people that, they're really, the people that are really excited to meet them are going to be going to these conventions. Oh, totally. You know, there's a great chance to just walk up and talk to, you know, even the actors, you know, and um, the comic book creators and just... There's more time to talk because when you're at a bigger show, mm-hmm. whether it's Emerald City, San Diego, or I mean, there's so many shows nowadays. Um, you know, I mean, even just looking through comic book bins, I mean, you're elbow to elbow pushing people, you know, yeah. I mean, it, it gets a little crazy. And it's even one of those things if you're doing any sort of photo op or something. I mean, I remember being shuffled in a line and you're waiting an hour and a half to talk to a person for literally 
30 seconds. Right. So I spent that entire hour and a half figuring out exactly what I was going to say. Say, you get your signing, and you're like, okay, and now you're gone. How much did you pay for that? I paid a lot of money for it. It wasn't for me. It was for my wife. That's the only reason why I was going to sit in line for an hour and a half. Well, I wasn't calling anything. out your wife, bro. No, it, it, no, she didn't know about it. It, it wasn't like she asked me to do it. It, it was just, just I needed that. It does suck to, to pay money to wait in line to meet somebody for five minutes, right? Yeah. And you're oh, like, not man. Even five minutes, so. Not even yeah, five yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I had five minutes, that would have been amazing. <laughs> right. It was literally like a right. minute and a half, right. and right. I had to get my spiel all set up. So it's like, could you sign this? Can you personalize this signature? Which is usually a no-no, but luckily uh, the person was cool enough to be able to do it. So. Yeah. But see, that's the thing. We don't even do the photo booth. You know, mm-hmm. if you want a photo with one of the slubs, it's kind of more of a selfie. And we got somebody to help you there, you know, cool. with your phone or whatever, because we want that more intimate feeling, you know, and chat and you get a little bit more time. And and yeah. right now, um, people can go to JetCityComicShow.com. Uh, check out the information. It's happening the 26th and 27th of October at the Tacoma Convention Center, mm-hmm. which I really like that area. I've been there for a couple of nerd uh, conventions I was and such. Gonna, I was going to ask about the convention center. How, how have they been for you to work with? Because we just in case we ever decide to do anything um grit con we do some things sometimes so um how have they been honestly they've been great um so we were in seattle for three years and then we moved down here seven years ago and honestly it's been great it's a great facility i mean it's i don't know 12 years old 15 years old but it looks fairly new looks new yeah you know, I mean, it, they keep it in great shape. Um, There's a hotel literally across the street, which is fantastic. Right. And now they're building one attached. Yeah. Which is... Oh, is that what that all of that construction yeah, is? Yeah, 2021. Oh, okay. Because I knew... I That used to be, used to be like parking lot stuff. I didn't realize right. that they were doing a, a, a hotel there. An attached hotel, yeah. Have you guys wow. ever done anything there? Have you ever attended um, anything? I've been to the Northwest Pinball Show, Ooh. Um, which is super fun, which just happened a couple weeks ago. No, oh. it's right now. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I missed it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dang it. Me and, too. Um, uh, a couple of magic events, oh. uh, you know, playing nerd poker. Yeah, Wizard yeah. poker. Wizard poker. <laughs> and so, yeah, a lot of geeky stuff. Uh, I've, I've been there, there for wizard poker. Yeah, is it yeah. decent? Decent facility? It's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. yeah, a lot of space. Okay, and it's cool. much more reasonably priced right. than some of the other places. Oh, God, yeah. And that's an interesting point, too, because mm-hmm. um, you guys have been doing this for 10 years. Mm-hmm. When uh, the comic book convention boom happened, and there was there was a noticeable boom when suddenly people realized that you can right. be making a lot of money doing conventions, so the, the capitalism and the greed gets into it, and right. then everyone gets into that, and you see the convention centers suddenly realizing that when they can up the prices... And that is, was it one of the reasons why you had to move down to Tacoma or is it just because of Tacoma in general or how the reasoning? So part of it was we were kind of like the redheaded stepchild to Emerald City. Mm -hmm. Um, So people weren't coming out quite as much. And then we were in the um, old exhibition hall at the Seattle Center. Oh, okay. Which is where all the old shows in the 80s and early 90s were. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, it's kind of a dungeon. No cell phone reception. None. none. (laughs) Um, And you know what? We decided, you know, it wasn't, we weren't quite totally taken off. We were growing every year, but just a little. And it's like, well, you know, I went down, came down here and it's like, wow, that convention center here. And I looked at it, I did a tour and it's like, you know what? There hasn't been, there hadn't been a comic book convention here in Tacoma since earlier mid 90s the old yeah. o'leary's um oh, had put it on o'leary's right, right next oh, to the, you just hit a right nerd next, <laughs> did you hear that <laughs> you yes. hit a, like, that was a where nerd I, nerve right there it's where <laughs> i bought my first starter deck of magic the gathering oh, no way nice. yes uh, right next to elmo's bookstores and dancing bear b-a-r-e yeah. So when I bought my first little bag of crack right there on the corner, right? Basically. Not 40 really years far, later. Not too really far right. from that. <laughs> yeah, so O'Leary's, but that was one of the main South Sound comic book places until time. it went away away. Yeah. And, and then um, Shane, who runs Atomic Comics, he mm-hmm. came out of O'Leary's, and he kind of took that on and, you know, um, the, the staple for Tacoma. Of course, now there's... What, one, there's Destiny two, City Comics, uh-huh. and there's a bunch of comic book stores down in Tacoma, right. so it's kind of cool to see that. It's grown, yeah. Yeah, and, it, and, it, and it's fun because uh, as a nerd growing up and uh, playing, I mean, 
we played right by where the Flying Boots is now back in the day at Wizards Keep Games. Well, no, it used to just be Wizards Keep. Yeah, but some jerk off in Renton still. Sorry, there's right. a kid here. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he stole that name and put one in Renton. So. I know. Now there's a Wizards Keep Games in that. Renton. Uh, yeah, yeah. 17148, 116th Avenue Southeast in Renton. <laughs> and what's, right that, ne- what's that website? Uh, WizardsKeepGames.com. <laughs> so uh, I do love the fact that Tacoma has been able to have a budding uh, nerd, nerd culture. Right. Because you don't, when we talk about Grit City, it's a lot of the blue collar stuff. And it's like people need to blow off steam. And a lot of the times now there's been a surgence, especially with stuff like Dungeons and Dragons and Magic the Gathering. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Like nerd culture is blowing up. And right. it's, it's fun to be a part of that now. Right. Well, you know, I mean, in the 80s and 90s, you know, I, you know, you're kind of like, yeah, I read comics, but you're kind of like, you know, kind of nudging it in there. Yeah. And like, but pulling it back at the same time because you don't want to commit that you were into comics because... Yeah. It was geekdom. Mm-hmm. Well, now, you know, I mean, the movies have helped and, absolutely, uh, you know, them taking off, everybody's watching them. Not all of them are buying comics, unfortunately, but, you know, now it's become popular and, and gaming's on the rise and, you know, gaming, especially magic, has always gone up and down, you know, it depends yeah. on what set comes out and the popularity, <laughs> of course, yeah. but, you know, uh, it's definitely on the rise and it's cool to be into this stuff and the arts and what made you decide 10 years ago um, with all of the people? Was it just because Emerald City was getting big and you decided I oh, wanted to do this? Um, and so if you're doing that, where, like, where do you even begin? It, it seems just like a, a really mind-boggling task to even like, want to get into running a convention, much less breaking off and doing your own. Right. Well, I mean, obviously we had some experience. And then I would you know, done all the conventions around the country as an artist. Um, and then, you know, as a vendor, you know, both locally and, you Mm -hmm. know, flying all over and back when there was like one convention a month, one big convention a month, um, in the entire country. Yeah. Now there's one every weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Do you, do you see that to be good or bad with that many conventions out there? There's probably too many right now. You think so? I I think fandom, the fan dollar is getting stretched. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I mean, even here in locally in the Pacific Northwest, there's, whether it's anime, gaming, some type of convention, almost every weekend. Yeah. And, you know, and they're all decent size, but, you know, fan dollars stretched. There, there used to be a convention season, and right. now it's just, it's, it's permanently all year round. Right. And you'll see, I mean, congratulations to the longevity, longevity of Grid right. City, or not Grid City, uh, Jet City Comic Con, because when you look at some of the other conventions that have come and gone, mm-hmm. uh, I remember ZombieCon, right. I remember Steamposium, which I was super into, because I love the steampunk right. shit. You did like that one. I did, and that just folded this year, right? Yeah. Last year? Yeah, last yeah, year? yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. What, the week before or two weeks before? Yeah. And it was... Oh, it folded right before it was supposed to happen? Yeah. Right. They, they didn't Ooh. get enough membership sales, Yowch. something like that. Yeah, it was, it was the, the pre-sales. They couldn't really nece- necessarily secure the money because these are big, big, big undertakings a lot right. of the times. They can be. Like, the people aren't coming out uh, a lot of the time just be on goodwill. You, you, there's a lot of times monetary exchanges with this sort sort of stuff. Right. You got to kind of make sure that like everything is taken care of at that point, right? And you what, know, you mean you got to get money from nerds? Yeah, <laughs> no, you know about that. I know. Oh, no, I know nothing about that. <laughs> well, the other part part of the problem now in the Seattle and Tacoma area is the cost of living's just skyrocketed, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and they still got to pay rent, food, right. you know, and you know, yeah, so there's only up. so much expendable cash. Well, you guys saw how much PAX tickets were, right? Fifty five dollars a day. Really? <laughs> like. Yeah, I don't. Um, yeah. That's a lot of money. That is a lot of money, and that's just to get into the doors. Right. And a lot of the times, and it's one of these things where you go to these, you want to make sure, and you have a little bit of disposable cash because you're going to want to buy prints, comics, mm-hmm. uh, autographs, uh, collectibles, cosplay stuff. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of capitalism going on. Yeah, in what's these. a ticket to Jet City cost? Um, for the two day pass right now, it's twenty dollars. September first, it <laughs> goes up to twenty five. That's amazing. Our whole thing is we want to be affordable as we can be. Like even our booths, like we don't do all the pipe and drape because honestly, that costs our dealers eighty bucks more. It's eighty bucks from our convention center, so we don't force them to buy it if they want it. Hey, it's it's available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For our dealers, most of them don't need it because they have big backdrops and everything. So why pay for something you don't need, right? Absolutely. All about being affordable and accessible, and for families, twelve and under are free. Um, oh, nice. That's you know, because yeah. other yeah. shows charge five bucks for a five year old who isn't 
gonna you know a five year old is gonna be interested in some things, right. but like the interest is gonna you wane want anyway. Yeah, it's right. Like, yeah. yeah, and it's gonna the interest gonna, gonna, gonna wane from your time. Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. Yeah, I know how five year olds work. Uh, my, my daughter, you know, my la- one of my last times working in Emerald City, she was in a stroller. And you couldn't push around, you know? I mean, people aren't looking for kids, you know? No. They get, it's not family-friendly in that sense anymore. Because there's so many people yeah. there. Like, right. it's literally, it's just the, the walkways are just just packed. And if a person has a backpack, and then they're just, like, they're wielding a weapon at that point anytime <laughs> they look around at something. Oh, totally. totally. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you get knocked out. Uh, people can find information, like I said, at JetCityComicShow.com. Mm-hmm. Also, Jet City Show on Twitter, Jet City Comic Show on Facebook and Instagram. You've got the social media presence that people can also find on the website as right. well. And I'm talking with my hands and just smacking uh, everything uh, around. Uh, I'm a terrible I person. Um, awesome. Some of the things that you do, though, is that there are a, a lot of things that are going on outside of the convention while mm-hmm. the convention is going on one of the things that i thought it was super cool are the drink and draws right which happened the day before yeah the friday before because mm-hmm. we're a saturday sunday show so typically it'll be a friday um oh, drink and draw drink and drink yeah. your drawers no. <laughs> whoa what now i was like drink and drawers this is awesome i have drink and drawers on right now <laughs> but that that's sunday it's saturday night after the show <laughs> no. but this is a chance yeah. for the uh, for people over 21 because you go right. to a bar and you'll get a bunch of comic book artists. I did this at Lilac City Comic Con years and years ago and I thought it was a hoot. And it's it's super casual. People are just drawing, sketching. And chatting and just having fun. Yeah. That yeah. is awesome. It, it's it's just a good community aspect and try to build up that community. You know, I mean, I mean, our traffic's horrible so the community is kind of <laughs> split nowadays, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas back in the day, you know, I would travel down to Seattle and we would all get together and it wasn't drink or draw back then, but we'd just, you know, draw and work on our mini comics back in the day and, you know, all that fun stuff. So is that, is that how you got into uh, the nerddom was getting into the mini comics and drawing and writing and such? Y- yeah. So, you know, obviously I read comics as a kid and mm-hmm. then, you know, I wanted to be an artist and then I just kind of with some friends, we started doing mini comics and like, all right, this is cool. And then I started working in comics as an uh, inker. Oh, uh, specifically. nice. Fun. And then... You mean, isn't that a tracer? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, nice. Uh, nice. Uh, I'm on one today. Oh, <laughs> but, you know, so, yeah, I, I kind of did everything, you know, in art and design and worked as a freelancer. So I worked for Hasbro during licensing art and okay. then worked in comics. And, you know, so it was a fun career, obviously ups and downs, you know, any type of freelance work. And, Absolutely. It's one of those ones yeah. where you're just month by month on, sometimes yes yes (laughs) and you know and then i actually started publishing comic books for a little while for about three or four years i published kind of young creators that were coming up and kind of helped them out kind of teaching the ropes and cool you know it became a good tax Uh, (laughs) write-off well and that's like one of those things because people are like oh i can draw well i want to get into the comic book industry and having no idea what that industry is, having anybody who's willing to show you any ropes and mentor you a little bit is going to help so much. Oh, totally. You know, I, I believe in paying back. So, you know, people help me. Um, in fact, you know, some of the people that come to the show as guests and like they helped me when I was younger and starting out and like, OK, gave me tips. And then, you know, I, I got to give it back, you know, for the next group to come up and so this is actually and that, that's a good point leading into a like a comic book convention as mm-hmm. well because something like this you may actually have enough time and not to like you know pepper one person for like 45 minutes don't be that fan right, right. but you can ask people questions about that and be like totally. how did you get into this or what sort of way or exchange information or be able to find other ways to contact them later on be it because you don't want to monopolize somebody's time but you still want to be able to talk to them right. and have some fun with that yeah if there's nobody around you know at their table you know you say hey do you got a, a couple minutes to look at my portfolio you know you know give me a few tips on what i could work on you know i mean that's that's how i learned back in the day because you know we weren't emailing each other a whole lot you know <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah yeah i mean you know because what i started working in the 98 i think okay. in comics but before then i mean email is still kind of eh. That was an interesting time during comics, too, because <laughs> comic books in the yep. 90s, for some reason, it was... Spawn. Uh, right. Well, yeah. Well, it's like Image had just broken off, 
And but I think that's when things kind of got a little weird, right? Mm-hmm. Variant right covers. There. People turned them in. It was the same thing with like Beanie Babies and stuff. These collectibles were going to put my kids through college. Yeah, right. And it would be the the I remember special collector issue yeah, in a bag with in the, the bag, card or like or a the glow in the poster. dark yep. or the the foiled out version of the cover that's fifty different versions. You got to go quote MTV unquote collect them trying all. Trying to get in there with their TV shows. Yeah, like Aeon Flux in the middle of the night. Yeah, that was good. The I like Max, that. I remember the Max? I Max. fucking love yeah, the Max. Awesome. I still watch that. <laughs> Sam Keith is the, yeah. is the artist of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody no, the Max is it. one of my favorite comics of all time. Oh, like totally. legitimately, and it was one of those indie indies that kind of got blew up. Right. But it was like seeing all like how weird the '90s were. It was one of those because you're about the same age as us, so it was kind of the that same line of. All right, I can get into this, but like, what is your mindset when you get and you're looking at all of these comics, like these weird extreme versions, mm-hmm. or because everything was extreme, like just to the wall? Like, were you into that sort of stuff, or what were you kind of into? <laughs> so, well, growing up, like I, I love the X Men. I tend to go older comics, mm-hmm. like seventies, eighties, okay. um, and following more of the artists. Um, you know, I mean, obviously the the Burn Run on X Men was awesome, but I also love the Cockrum. Uh, run on X-Men as well and then uh, Paul Smith and but basically I, I follow art so you got the studio guys like uh, Bernie Wrightson Kaluta mm-hmm. um, and then Jeffrey Jones was an incredible artist he didn't work a ton in comics yeah but I mean his artwork or her artwork at the end um, was Whoa. just absolutely yeah uh, became incredible you know it was yeah. absolutely incredible so I, I tend to follow you know and then you look at all, the old Vaporella artwork from the yeah. from those artists the Spanish artists and you know Lady, Death, right. Lady, Lady Death, Death Lady, Lady Death, Death. Death comics Ooh, was, <laughs> I remember <laughs> yeah. those back in the day yeah yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. well and that was always the uh, uh, the the not the big two uh, right. with Marvel and DC it would be the smaller companies that would kind of push that envelope a little bit more oh, than totally. the others but then you would have yeah stuff like I remember like uh, Image with Gen 13 Wildcats mm-hmm. and all that well, stuff well I haven't thought about Gen 13 since god it's been a while like, right basically since you got that uh, remember that big old uh, follow the leader poster yeah. yeah I haven't thought about it since then wow that's a long time uh, so yeah he had one of the Gen 13 posters that was made oh, to look like it. the cover of uh, the Janet Jackson right and it was just like yeah it was the one like showing like the hands behind and showing the boobs and, I don't like, know who Gen 13 is so it, it's just a comic either, book but title knew, but it's I just a comic book title but yeah the poster and yeah, it, was, my, it was a naked lady my, so. baby, my baby mama threw that away yeah she did <laughs> Damn, so a poster and a computer you've lost just because you're... Yeah, there's different women, yeah. All right, I'm just keeping track now. One of our great sponsors is the Union Club in Tacoma. This is the co-working space down here that has all levels of membership from the cafe membership all the way up to a private office, events and happenings. And if you wanted to host an event at the Union Club, they have a great hall that is semi-private, 2,400 square feet, wet bar and small deck and fits 200 people standing. Pricing for members are always cheaper and to become a member, all you have to do is go to www.unionclubtacoma.com Going back to the show itself, um, you guys do panels as well. Right, we so, have panels. Yeah. So what, what are some of the panels involving? Um, that, that's still kind of being put together, but we always okay. have, like, we'll have something on, like, the history of comics, and then there's always be something on making your own costumes, cosplay-type stuff. Nice. Um, we'll have panels with the actors, of course, which... Um, Gil Gerard. It's the 40th anniversary of Buck Rogers. I know. And, and we got, Fe- yeah, Felix Silas <laughs> there too. So we'll both have both of them. And then, um, that's cool. Uh, you know, there, there'll be all kinds of different things. Some of it will be kind of creator creating comic book stuff, but yeah, I grew up on, I grew up on, uh, Buck Rogers mm-hmm. and Battlestar Galactica. Oh, totally. Uh, just, fucking love those Whoa. things sorry man i'm like really really excited like this is like teeny tiny taught me like like really excited about those what for you like science fiction or anything mm-hmm. uh, what shows really resounded with you when you were like little little so little? at those ages same shows um you know balsar galacta a team of course oh, not yeah. sci-fi but you know oh yeah I mean, oh, yeah, yeah i mean it's fantasy like, I mean, yeah, yeah that and airwolf airwolf was right cool. oh, there you go. fantasy i thought that was documentary <laughs> <laughs> not quite so much oh. maybe action yeah but yeah 
um, those types of things. And then later on, you know, in the 90s, I mean, I still love like Farscape and like those old sci-fi channel shows, uh, First Wave and some yeah. of those. They were great shows. Unfortunately, you know, sci-fi kind of went. Oh, know. sci-fi went all over the place. Yeah. They were trying to find their own identity. Yeah. And it, I don't know. I'm one of those dorks that got kind of mad when they changed it to SYFY. Yeah. And I mean, it's like, it's, it's dumb. It's branding. Sure. I shouldn't get mad at it yet. I kind of did. And you're like, oh yeah, you're also having wrestling on there. So oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They have a lot of wrestling on there and it's also it's a weird sort of thing. Right. So I like all those weird shows too. I just want to point that oh, out. Yeah. Yes. No, they're like, awesome. They're weird, weird, man. Shark, the Sharknado 66. No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> just get a little just too the weird. science fiction ones, yeah. not the, uh, uh Sharknado ones, I can't. You know, in fact, we, we did a post on Facebook, you know, what are some of those old shows that you like that, you know, had were only around for one or two seasons, so like Space Above and Beyond, a few yeah. people pointed that out, I'm like, holy crap, people remember that show, because I watched it, you know. Well, I'm, and just get, getting into those weird different fandoms, uh, I watched Kindred the Embraced, mm-hmm. because I love <laughs> Vampire the Masquerade. I've been trying to get all the books and stuff for the new ones and stuff. Don't laugh. Called, is it called The Embrace? No, you didn't say it right. The say it Embraced. <laughs> it, well, here's the thing. It gets worse. Oh, so I love no, vampires so much. No, it was an Aaron Spelling show. Oh, it was oh, Melrose right. Place oh, no, with, with vampires. vampires. Oh, it was so bad. Dude, I'm sweating one a little season, bit for you right now. One <laughs> season, I watched four episodes because my buddy has the DVD. I went back I'm and tried to buddy. watch it. He He's not that buddy. He is not no. my other really good friend. And you don't he, have any other friends. I have more. They're all here. I have a couple. That of That conversation with Hey Justin, I just got the the CD the okay. DVDs of okay, the now, Embrace. <laughs> I'll be right over. All right, yeah. Now Jeff's even making fun of me on this yeah, one. Yeah, it's probably time to start yeah, putting words because back you in. deserve it. That's why. That's but why it was it's an, happening. It was an Aaron Spelling show, like nine zero two one zero Melrose plays. It was bad, but I still wanted to watch it because it was all I had for vampires. Okay. We didn't have all these shows. I, I, I was into vampires a little bit as well. Were you? Yeah, but I read books. I didn't. I wouldn't watch. I would not. <laughs> I tried to read Anne Rice. You know how wordy she is. Me see over Underworld twice. Hey, I Underworld can, was okay. great. I can get behind. Underworld, Underworld is still was really good. No. The, the whole the werewolves add just a whole different depth. Yeah. <laughs> you know what so makes I me know mad? about bad one seasons. Yeah. What's what makes you mad? The new Discovery Channel. What happened to the Discovery well, Channel? It's not new. So I haven't had cable in a really, really long time. Mm-hmm. Oh, did they ruin your Discovery Channel? Oh, my God. Discovery Channel has just turned into the biggest steaming pile of reality TV that there's ever been. Really? Nothing but it's reality. It's the really? most depressing thing. Oh, is it like MTV when MTV quit playing videos? Yeah. Where you'd turn it on and you'd be like, well, what? Why is this I like happening? The, I, like, I like the Deadliest Catch stuff. Yeah, which is but on Discovery, that's already which is jumped cool. the shark so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> now, you got to check out Cooper's Treasure, though. I was thinking I was telling you about that one. What is that? Oh, Cooper's Treasure? No, no, no. Well, that. well, Mark Sargent does not like this one, but we're going to go with it. All right, <laughs> we don't have to worry about him. He's so, not in the '60s, there was a satellite. There was a astronaut orbiting the Earth, doing Cold War recon, basically looking for right. possible nuke sites and all that from a telescope. Oh, okay. Oh, he's a secret. Was he a secret? He was a secret. Oh, nobody knew he was up there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So he's up there. Gotcha. But while he was up there, he was also marking down the latitude and longitude coordination uh, coordinates of. C-Rex that he could see with his telescope. Oh. So he wrote all this down. When he when he retired, he, and right before he died, he gave all of his documentation to his uh, his friend's son, who was his, like, mentor, right? Or all right, his, all right, yeah. And gives, gives him all this stuff, and now there's this stupid show. I mean, they had such a great premise. It's such a great idea. But then they picked this the smarmiest dude. Oh, no. And, uh, and does he open, like, a fake diary that you all can the tell time, But fake. they blur it out. <laughs> That's the best part. No, he has a map, but oh, it's no. always blurred out. And he's like, yeah, this is what he was talking about. And then he has to get his dad involved, and his dad's a creep, too. And they Aww. have old Merv Griffith episode. Uh, and He was on Merv Griffin, or... No, Johnny Carson, one of them. Oh, okay, yeah, Showing yeah, yeah. off uh, all the treasures, because his dad was a treasure hunter, too. And it's just so smarmy and just destroyed all things that I thought were credible. Well, would you rather watch it. Yeah, would you like, rather watch this? How come Adam Boyd can't have a show on Discoveries when I want to know if these people can have shows? Would you rather watch this, or would you rather watch National Treasure with... Ooh, I'll, go na- I'll go National, National Treasure, Treasure every wow. time. You know what I'll watch over that? What? Sahara. Yes. Sahara. Dude, I, okay, now we're, now we're going... 
tangent. All right. This is what happens. So, Don't worry um, about it, James. This I, is what happens. We just had this conversation <laughs> about like um, action movies. There, there used to be these action movies like um, Indiana Jones where it was like a whole like a whole action thing that you could follow. Like was it like a... A story? Yes. A it was a real adventure. And there's Sahara was probably one of the last, mm-hmm. right? Um, what's another one? What was the one with The Rock where he went down, he took the guy, and they had the, um, they went South America. The Rundown. Yep. I, I would count that one <laughs> in there. Stifler. Yes. You know what you got to see when you go home? What? Wow. Get your phone out. Oh, I'm text I'll remember it. it. I have pornographic. Con Tiki. Con Tiki. Con Tiki. It is a movie of a real event that happened uh, in the early 1900s where a guy figured out that Peruvians settled the Indonesian islands. He built a raft, got a team of dudes. They built the raft exactly with all the same materials that they would have done that it had 100 years or 200 years before mm-hmm. and floated that jammy from Peru. Is that like a documentary, though? No, it's well, it's a, it, it was based off a real documentary that won an award in 1937. No, I want a oh. movie where they shoot at people and never hit them. That's what I want. <laughs> like Indiana Jones and Sahara. That's what I'm looking for. So Exciting Star Wars movie. too? Yeah. Well, no. Well, the Stormtroopers never I hit wish, anybody. That's true. I wish Star Wars <laughs> held up over time, but I'm just so disappointed in the whole thing. Man, I'm going to start just barraging you with bad movies. I watch a lot of bad Dude, movies. Dude, he right. watches so many bad movies. He spent... In I know every Wesley... Every, every yeah. word to every Wesley Snipes movie. When Netflix started and they would mail you DVDs. Right. Back in the day, I don't even know if they still even do that. I don't think they do. Uh, I think they do. It's a side service, though. Right. So Brogan took it upon himself to find every single Wesley Snipes movie. And I'm talking about the stuff that he did that he got busted for the tax evasion because he's like, I'm doing this in another country. I don't need to pay taxes. (laughs) Guess what? You do. And so, yeah, Brogan was like, oh, well, check out this one. And it was like a bunch of Eastern European actors and Wesley Snipes. And you're like, what the heck is this like it didn't this is bad and yeah brogan went deep into those man i didn't know we had this kind of connection scott <laughs> Get ready. i only want good ones though i don't want bad ones there's no such thing as a good one all those were good ones we've named so far all those were good national treasure i could watch that's right not, now that's not good dude those are all that's good what about the predator movies oh fantastic no there's two there's two good ones predator and, and predator two no 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 not any of the new ones no, the adrian uh, brody one is no, better than two no no you screw should, all you of those should wrestle over it <laughs> no i'd win uh, the what predators the third with adrian one? brody called the catch a predator no thanks jeff no, you got to see Predators. Predators? Yeah. I think uh, Adrian Brody's a believable action hero. I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't believe you at all on that. The guy from The Piano? Yeah, the guy from The Piano, <laughs> right? And that's what I said. I went, I'm like, what are you doing with my franchise here, universe? Because I love Predator a lot. Yeah. My wife even likes The Predator now, and that's, really? that's quite the... She's like, I, it's like sleeping time TV. That is She goes to sleep. She knows the entire score from Alan Silvestri. By heart, because I watch that movie at night. God damn. Is there anything like that, James, for you that you just heart and soul or just a total door Apologist of? Yeah. Totally. Um, (laughs) Sorry. It's not always about apologizing. If if you're truly into it, you know? Yeah. You know, you don't need to apologize. Well, on on obscure movies, you know, like, um, maybe it's not totally obscure, but Brotherhood of the Wolf was one that I always loved. You know, that's a movie you can't find on Amazon. Really? Yeah. I I, want to show it to my... It's not on there. I have the DVD. You have a... have an actual DVD. Yeah, I can't find it to stream. Oh, to stream. Oh, there's so oh. many of those where you just can't yeah, I even find to stream. Found the French name of the movie. Oh she, yeah, she can't. Nope. Wow, that one was a really good one. It was a surprisingly good. It got overshadowed because Crouch and Tiger came out at the same time. If yeah. I remember right, yeah. mm-hmm. almost exactly. And when time. you search it, you know it's the closest movie they recommend for Brotherhood of the Wolf. No, Thirteenth Warrior with Antonio Banderas. <laughs> another another great, great movie. It's yes, right. you love that pretty movie. pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's, no, I thought it held up. Yeah, I'm gonna give it. A, I'm gonna give it a good. I give it a good. I give it a thumbs up. It's yeah. basically Beowulf, just with yeah. the foreign guy in it. It's better than the Beowulf. Oh, oh Beowulf! Man. Unfortunately, was sad. Wolf. They should do a great job with Beowulf, but they don't. Well, and that was the weird thing because it was like that, that CGI. Yeah, the, yeah, the CGI was really off-putting. Uh, it reminds me of the Final Fantasy Spirits Within. Hey, that was a good movie, though. It was an interesting movie. But it really wasn't that great. The CGI was horrifying. I didn't watch that one. It, it, it was they, bad. Had they just stuck with the technology that was used in A Scanner Darkly, it would have been fine. Ooh, yeah. Darkly. I like that one, nice too. One. Huh? I like that, too. I love those. With uh, 
we talked about Star Wars a little bit, and the fandom is ending now. Uh, we're getting out with uh, Rise of the Skywalker, whatever the hell it's called right now, or Skywalker <laughs> Among Us or something. But um, it's ending that, and I realized this year, like, there's a lot of stuff that's just up and done, um, right. or at least in terms of they're finishing out the stories. We had Game of Thrones go away. We had uh, Avengers go away. Uh, for me, sadly, Santa Clarita Diet went away. So there's Ew, a bunch of what? different ones. How does that even count? What? No, what? Three really good seasons. Don't worry <laughs> well, about it. You need to go yourself. ahead and go Ugh. back and watch. You need to go back and watch yeah. that and you be still fine. still got the Hallmark Channel. Don't worry. <laughs> he is also a fan of Scott Pilgrim. So we Don't just worry, dude. Go. Hey, you can uh, always get the Embraced on DVD. <laughs> I hate you. Pirate it. Really make sure nobody finds out. Oh, man. I still have that DVD. I uh, gotta give it back to him. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, we're. He like, doesn't want it back. The ending. <laughs> We're finding the ending of the fandoms, and I felt right. it's kind of kind of a sad year in that sort of term. How do you feel about that? You know, it kind of makes me excited to see what's next, though. Too, yeah. Is you there know? anything on the horizon that you are interested Ooh. in? Oh. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, it's still in the Star Wars, but they're doing that um, Mandalorian. Mar- oh, Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. 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 Yes. That I mean, looks well, cool. And they, uh, what's her name that's starring in it? The ex UFC fighter or MMA fighter? Ronda Rousey. No, uh, before Cyborg? Ronda Rousey. Uh, oh, uh, Gina Gershon. Yeah, oh. no, not Gina no. Gershon. Corone, you were close. Corona. Gina Carana. Yeah, Carana. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right. She was in a movie. Oh, I wish that's, that's that's like Jawbreaker or something. That's not it. That's no, not it, but not, not Sucker Punch. Uh, no, Sucker Punch was bad. no, but that was a terrible. Yeah, where yeah, she yeah, was yeah. like she just goes around and beats people up. Yeah, right. yeah. So yeah, find her name on that. I didn't know. I didn't realize that she was Wait, gonna be in that. The Mandalorian. Okay, the Mandalorian has to be a male. Like I'm not trying to be a sexist. It says well, well, there's, 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 there's a male in he there. He needs too. to be a brown it male. It says the man DeLorean, not the woman DeLorean. Desi, yeah, right. you know what I mean. All right, Brogan. Yeah. Weirdo. But Whatever. Whatever. You. It opens <laughs> the doors for more to happen, you know? I, I yeah. don't know. I don't know what any of that means. I love mm-hmm. any of those That's things. That's one of my favorite things. One of my favorite things. So do you have you heard of the character Boba Fett? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He is a Mandalorian. It is a warrior oh, okay. race. Oh, okay. They're, so like, the Spart- about they're like the Spartans okay. of... So is it like a movie about Boba Fett? Uh, about the that race it'll, of people. It'll oh, be okay. a series cool. a on like yeah. Disney Plus or something. Yeah, oh. Disney, that'll get my money. Mm-hmm. And it's only, what, six ninety nine a month, supposedly, oh, yeah. or something oh, yeah, like that? Yeah. It's not that expensive this for Disney going, Plus. This is going to be the Netflix killer. It will be. Like, that's one of those interesting points well, Disney on Disney owns fucking everything. Yeah. Everything. Yes, Fox, everything. Marvel, Hulu, all of it. What they're going to be doing is Disney Plus is going to be looking around towards being more of a... Uh, type of kids programming they're going to have. They're going to open up the vault. All the old Disney movies are going to be coming out. And That's then they're going to move a lot of 13 plus stuff to Hulu. Right. Because like they Hocus already Pocus. have that. Hocus Pocus was badass. Mm. I like Hocus Pocus. It's pretty cool. And yeah. witches and stuff. Yeah, witches. I like witches and I don't vampires. think I saw that one either. With yeah. like Bette Midler in the 90s. They're witches. When she was still oh, not hot. Maybe I forgot. She was not. <laughs> maybe I forgot it. <laughs> she was a good witch. Yeah. Maybe I forgot about You had about a kid. It. What did your kid watch? I don't know. Cartoons, probably. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I didn't not, watch Not it. me, because I wasn't home. No, I was working, <laughs> man. Kind of leading into that sort of thing. Um, one of the fun things about the Jet City comic show. Sorry, mm-hmm. just make fun of your child. No, and then right. go into talking about that. That's perfect. But it's, it's one of those interesting <laughs> things she now. She doesn't care. <laughs> You've been, uh, uh, you, have, you have your own child growing <laughs> up geeky. Um, are, do That's you, a good name for a, t- a, 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 a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> a sitcom. A sick growing up geeky. Yeah. Um, do you, is it anything that uh, like you try to incorporate with the kids, uh, the geekiness, or is it you kind of let them find their own thing? or Kind of let them find my, my daughter specifically. Or Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or uh, what, what you've seen with friends right. or people coming to the conventions and such. Sure. Uh, to me, I, I always kind of, you know, introduce her to stuff, but I kind of let her follow what she wants to do, right? You mm-hmm. know, um, and I think that's the way for any kids. I think everybody should be exposed to comic books, but not just necessarily the comic books, but like the art and the artists and kind of understand where the movies are coming from. You know, to me, that's the cool thing. And I always want to help expand readership because mm-hmm. unfortunately it is contracting. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But, you know, because I mean, reading is supposed to be good for us, right? Yeah, I, I, yeah. most of the time, yeah. That's what they say. Well, that was, oh, like, yeah. an interesting point with that, too, because I know people who not necessarily learned to read but mm-hmm. thrived on reading via comic books because it helps uh-huh. having the visual medium. You're reading the words, but you also have the visual aspect that can help a lot uh-huh. with that. And the imagination that goes with that, mm-hmm. you know, and using that imagination. Yeah. 
Is there anything, uh, I'm putting you on the spot on this mm-hmm. one, but anything that you feel that would be good for kids in comic book and the comic book land? Like, I don't know how in tune you are with uh, comics nowadays. The newer stuff, I'm a little out of tune. My partner, he owns a comic mm-hmm. book store up in Linwood, so he, okay. he knows a little bit more. Which um, one? Give a uh, shout out. Subspace Comics. Nice, nice. Yeah. If you're up in the Linwood, go ahead and check that out. Yeah, right next to the mall. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Um, I mean, there there have been so many over the years. Um trying to think of some i know i literally just put you on the spot on that um, one but well I, I worked on one called the bully's bully okay um you know so it was kind of an anti-bullying book you know came out right when bullying became yeah i shouldn't say popular but you know yeah it came to the forefront right like it was yeah, a, forefront, lot more, yeah. a lot more visible right There's, and those of us who were geeks when we were kids well we probably know what bullying was you know yeah. uh <laughs> unfortunately yeah, that was me. <laughs> I was a bully. <laughs> hey, they had a great show for a while called Bully Beatdown. That was when they got into like boxing rings or yeah, play. like that was like when UFC like got they big. Hunt down, like like if you were bullied, they would hunt down. Like so, the the main character he would go and find your bully, right? And you know, and goad your bully into being a tough guy and get him to get into a boxing arena with. Jake Shields, <laughs> like, and then they just beat up your bully for you. And I was yeah. like, oh, I love this show. There was there was some really weird. I mean, it was to like get down. back at the bullies, but it was a really weird way yeah. to go about it. Like, no, I just call mine out on the podcast and tell him to <laughs> jump off a bridge. Stupid Jim Frolic. Wow. But then I believe you did see him in real life, and I think you guys hugged. No. Yes, oh. you did. You guys shook hands. We we talked about it on the podcast. No, I shook his hand. Maybe. I did not hug That was him. on the Art on the Ab one. Yeah, well, I was Remember a little drunk. Oh, he showed up. yeah. He showed up. That was right. Yeah. yeah you can go well, back and listen to the Art on the Ab no, episode. Find out what no. really happened between Brogan and his childhood bully. <laughs> nope. I think they email each other now. They probably do. We are friends on Facebook, only so I can look at the pathetic mess that his life is. Whoa. Whoa. That's not what you said during the podcast. You guys were all... No, I called him a retard, and then Justin Whoa. had to edit it out. <laughs> Should I edit this one nope. out, too? You can leave that one. All right, fine. I'll leave that one. He said I can. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we've talked about know. weirder things than that on this. Yeah. I love it. Um, but yeah, so the Jet City Comic Show, mm-hmm. uh, 26th and 27th of October. <laughs> Perfect, right? At Tacoma, at Tacoma Convention Center. No bullying allowed over there. No, no bullying. bullying. <laughs> we are an all-inclusive, loving podcast, and we support the Jet City Comic Show. How do people find out more information? Um, JetCityComicShow.com or look up Jet City Comic Show on Instagram, Facebook. Facebook is, you know, where the bulk of the information probably ends up being. What are the things you're most proud about? Yeah. Well, like we're still here. What people, still well, here. No, I mean, <laughs> like, what can people look forward to this year? Ten years. That may be the greatest things that you know about at this point. My, my favorite thing, and this is year after year, is, you know, when we're asking people to be guests, we always ask other shows and say, hey, was this person friendly with the fans? And that's one of the most important things for us. You know, like even last year we had, you know, the actors that we had, we had Sam Jones, Flash Gordon, mm-hmm. awesome with fans. Oh, yeah. Brittany Daniel was actually really cool, you know, from um, The Hot Chick and. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She yeah. was awesome. And then we had Melina Perez, the wrestler, and sweetest person around. And, Wrest- and, and that's what we want. Yeah. The wrestling, the wrestling fandom um, going indie on up has mm-hmm. been like, it's one of those ones we've got to massive wrestling um indie scene in the pacific northwest it's finally growing yeah so we yeah we've got yeah seriously ethan is blowing up big yeah i mean they've got he's so big he won't talk to us anymore oh he'll still talk to us yeah it's fine let's get him on the show yeah he liked my tweet once so i mean he might be out there (laughs) well he interviewed uh, melina on stage for us last year oh killer yeah it was fun nice so yeah there's a like just it's fun to have people who are super like appreciative of the fans. Oh, totally. You know, and, and that's important. That includes comic book guests too. You know, um, Ben Temple Smith, Thirty Days a Night co-creator. Yeah. You know, he's the nicest guy in the world. Another vampire movie, Justin. Right. Made me it, see twice. I, yeah, because that, it was great. That was a great one. I'll have to get behind him. There was no embrace in <laughs> and, that one. There was. Uh, shut was, up, goddamn it! <laughs> like, and also the comic yeah. books were fantastic as well. That's another thing right. too. I and mean, it was like one of those comic book movies that was really I loved it obviously because of vampires and stuff like that but also the comic books were so outstanding well it's a great premise too right yeah. like you could go on and on there's a hundred different stories you could do mm-hmm. yeah that's fantastic yeah alaska's terrifying anyway and then right. add vampires <laughs> i've been there it's a black hole for uh multi-tools from what i've heard they just disappear <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. okay i owe you a multi-tool i owe brogan a backpack we'll figure it out yeah Jeez. when 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't have a <laughs> You're time busy line buying barbecues, but you owe debts. The juice is on. Yeah, well, I really you love already owe me like nineteen. 19 backpacks and you owe no, Scott no, now no. three multi No, 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 no. There is no, there's no like inflation. There's no, on this there's interest, no, bro. What's no, the no interest. No, no, no. <laughs> Goodness gracious. All right. Seriously. Uh, that's James, enough yeah. of you. Yeah, that's enough of you. I'm t- tired of you. Yeah, I'm tired of you too. All right. Yeah, well, be nice to our guest and I'm send them off right. James, no, seriously, no, no, no. thank you so much for showing up. People can find out more information at JetCityComicShow.com. Cheaper tickets are happening until September 1st. Uh, But still, even afterwards, they're still going to be affordable. So if you're listening to this afterwards, uh, uh, the end of October, 26th, 27th, Saturday and Sunday at the Tacoma Convention Center. Mm -hmm. It's one of the main reasons why we had you on because, A, we love nerdy shit. If you uh, couldn't tell. Mm -hmm. Uh, But also, it's happening in Tacoma. And that was one of those things where if people in Tacoma want to go check out something fun, experience something new, meet awesome artists and writers and celebrities this is the place to do it yeah and the cool thing is actually that weekend i think it's the last few days but at the tacoma art museum they're gonna have like a bunch of simpsons animation cells and so somebody's gonna come talk about it but you know it's kind of cool you know with all the stuff right downtown tacoma yes growing up you never went to tacoma no no and there was (laughs) nothing down here to go to but it's cool with all the art museums the kids you know so that's part of what we want to do is bring people down to downtown tacoma i heard the main the main actor from the vampire embrace tv show is going to be there waiting for you (laughs) no he he was at crypticon (laughs) he was crypticon yeah check check in cars at the valley station (laughs) i hate you brogan i hate you i hate you so much all right all right you guys thank you so much for listening if you guys want more information gritcitypodcast.com all the links for also the jet city comic show and all of our stuff and our social media theirs as well is right available on this podcast on this website but you can find more at all of our social media which you can find at gritcitypodcast.com if you've got any questions or if you have anybody who wants to or you want them to be on our show info at gritcitypodcast.com if you want information about the boot to boot what was the, the email? The boot to boot. The B2B? B2B. At gritcitypodcast.com. Dude, that, you guys are so good. You can point at me all day and you guys just nailed it. <laughs> you guys are so good. Good job. Um, any feedback, please do so. We love to hear from you. Uh, give tell us the, Justin to give us her shit. Oh, God damn it. Don't send emails asking for that. <laughs> yes. Don't, don't do any change.org position. Uh, p- Petitions, By the way, my wife don't. does not want you to buy me a backpack. Really? She made it very clear. She's like, you do not need any more backpacks. Then I'm going to do it now. Like, there's actually more incentive to do <laughs> you it. You need to get him one, like one of the little pink ones. Yeah. with like a little a unicorn on it. Uh, or something. Then I'm going to send it back to him with something special uh, in it. Oh, uh, uh, I don't want that. All right. We're going to end right, this Goodbye. Now. Thank you guys so much for listening. You've been listening to the Grid City Podcast. Check them out at gridcitypodcast.com. Yeah.